Welcome to the Art of the Dive podcast. I'm your host, Jim, and I got Jake here. Jake, how you doing? I'm alive. That's good. That's good. I'm glad you're alive. That's important. That's It's a pretty critical part of playing FPL, I think. Nah, I mean, debatable. Is it because you're by all the zombie teams since exactly. you ranked 6 million? That's exactly what I was thinking. <clears throat> good, good, good. Uh, so we'll do a, a quick pod here. Uh, we're kind of between games. We're before the Arsenal-Liverpool game right now. It's our busy time of the year, as we've been mentioning every single week. Um, but we're still trying to get content out as much as possible. we got basketball starting next week, so we got a busy night for us, Jake, with our fantasy basketball draft. That's going to be a big deal. Are you excited about it? I am excited. Do you know if like people in England know what basketball is? I'm not sure. Um, I assume so. I think I saw an English prospect maybe six years ago who almost got drafted in the second round. Oh, wow. That's big. Yeah. I, I mean, I think it, it makes sense to consolidate your efforts on one sport, especially if you're like a, a smaller nation population-wise. Hmm. I don't really consider England a small nation, but all right. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, compared to, like the U.S. is like, what, 10 times as big as England? Yeah, that, that's fair. That's why we're kind of like spread out in our sports, but that's why we're bad at soccer. Why so is, that makes why is sense. India only play cricket then? Um, I, I don't know anything about India, so that's I, I can't contribute <laughs> to any conversation there. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, what what is it like? Your what is your drawing line for population and it being a big country versus a small country? Like China, big um, India, here we big. go. USA Populations big. of countries. How about that? Let's see what we got here. What am I reading here? Countries in the world by population. All right. China's number one. U.S. Indonesia is number three. There you go. I don't even know what sport they play. Then Pakistan. Oh, my goodness. Are you sure that's a reliable source? Where's India? India's not on there? <clears throat> uh, that's a good question. Oh, it doesn't have India here. Yeah, I don't trust your source. Classic. Hey, I just Googled it, all right? I didn't know we were getting into a world population conversation, and you're not doing any contributions on your end. I just pulled it up. Yeah, India's second. What are you you using? What kind of garbage site are you using? I'm on World-O-Meter. I mean, that sounds legit. Yeah, www.virusesonyourcomputer.com. Like, use Wikipedia, man. Wikipedia's got great sources. But my teachers always said you can't trust Wikipedia. <laughs> How wrong are they? Yeah, Indonesia is fourth. That's pretty impressive. And Nigeria is sixth. I would have never guessed that. Oh, um, yeah. Bang- Bangladesh is eight. Yeah. So, like, what's the cutoff here? Like, Mexico at 10? Man, this just, like, threw my entire argument to the wind. I have no idea anymore. Yeah. Well, that's, like, like most of your arguments. So... Oh boy, here we go. Here, <laughs> here we, go. we go. Starting early. All right, we should probably talk about FPL at yeah, this point. Yeah, we can talk about FPL. So, Jake, how's your team doing this week? What we got going on? Uh, I'm green arrowed. That's all I know. So, yeah. I don't think you get a red arrow with where you're at. So <laughs> exactly. Uh, I'm at 54 points. Um, average looks like it's 37. I have Cancelo, Kukurea. Um, of course, both my defenders came on and played like 10 minutes. So Perisic and James got me one pointers where it would have been nice if one of them would have stayed on the bench. I could have got Andreas in. 
And then midfield-wise, I have Bowen, Zaha, Maddo, and Martinelli still to play, and then Holland and uh, Jesus still to play. So if Liverpool do well, I'm in trouble. If Arsenal do well, I'll be fine. We'll, we'll see. Well, that'll be a fun game for you, especially as an Arsenal fan. Yeah, it should um, be good. It's a big game. My team, thanks for asking, mm-hmm. is on 63 points. Um, I had Zaha, Bowen, and Gaita play today. That was my big transfer. I moved Pope to Gaita. I already had uh, I had two tr- transfers in the bank, so I had to use one. I figured goalies are useless. I don't know what to do with them, so I'll just go with the cheap one instead of an expensive one. And it looks like Gaita got me three points compared to Pope's two. So in the green there, in the green. Um, but yeah, I'm up to so I got 63 points. My OR is about 120k, and I got Martinelli left. Um, so right. I'm I'm. I, don't, I think that's like a very small green arrow, kind of just holding my place, just hanging around. Yeah, can't but, wait for um, Saha. They're solid, Saha, Sa- Sala to bang two goals and you to red arrow. That's what we're all hoping for. Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking about that with Bowen getting that penalty. Like um, midfielders on pens, that's mm-hmm. where the money's at. You know, like yeah. Sala, Zaha, Bowen. I think that's an easy way to find a good asset. Yeah. What about Foden though? We can talk about him later, but he is not on pens, and Foden? he's pretty good. Yeah, okay, there's there's also good players who aren't on pens, but I was just trying to make a point that you can budget options that are on pens are usually yeah. safe. But yes, yeah, Foden being on City and starting every game is, is probably should be also be nailing your team. <laughs> but that kind of, let's let's lead that into a question here, because Wilson asked us, who are the best three from Arsenal and City to keep when they blank in game week 12? best three from each team or just three in general no so if so if you have so they're gonna blank in game week 12 which yeah. means you can only have three right because then you'll have 11 guys playing so yeah. which three should you have you should have holland you should have cancelo and um i would say just based on price point and the way he looks like i test martinelli right now personally really over foden um well, I guess if you have Foden, yeah. If you have Triple Man City, that's fair. Got it. So you picked four out of three. I, I, that, okay. I mean, that's good, tough. Good. Um, I think Foden, yeah. Nothing? I guess is probably the best. Jake, are you there? Um, I lose you. At least with Foden, he's easy to like get to, to obtain. I mean, same with Martinelli, but... Yeah, I don't know. I guess Foden is better than Martinelli, so I'll say three Man City players. But I mean that that that's the easy answer. I mean Martinelli has moved up 0. 0.6 in price, and so to sell him and then go back to him just kind of hurts a little. So like, would it even be wrong to just keep four and not, you know, take a, take a little bit of a hit there? I don't know. I guess it I think that's dumb. I think you should definitely play eleven players every week. Okay. Um, that's fair. Here's I, here's also my city counter I, argument is after the blank city or Arsenal play Southampton, Nottingham, Chelsea, and Wolves. So that's a really good run. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So we can like you can get Gabriel in Martinelli. Like there's there's definitely yeah. some options to be had. Um, yeah. but yeah, I think you go with three, and whoever you have. I mean, I wouldn't bring in Foden. I wouldn't bring in yeah. Martinelli, but. <laughs> That being said, I didn't bring in Foden last week, and he gets a goal and an assist against Southampton, and it hurts because everybody has him. Because I was like, oh, do I need to bring him in against Southampton? Probably not. Who knows how much he plays? And then he has Liverpool away, then a blank. 
So, you know, it's it's just tough. I mean, I think overall Foden's way better than Martinelli, even based on his price, just because City are the best team ever every year in the Premier League. Yeah. He does seem yeah, very it seems like nailed. He's, yeah. yeah. I mean, he started, he only played like 50 minutes, right? He didn't get to 60, but that's fine. It seems like he's going to start the games, and then if they're winning, he'll sub out. If not, he'll play. I guess Liverpool will probably play most of the game, I would imagine, since he's their ace. But this is the same trap we fall into every year. Like, City guy gets two really big game weeks in the midfield, 30 points. Overall, though, for the rest of his season, he has 30 points. And then you bring him in, and then he doesn't do anything because Pep decides, oh, I want to go with someone else. But I do think Foden's a little bit different. I think Foden's going to be very good for the rest of the season. So you're saying it's never worked in the past, but this time, this is the time it works. This is the time it works. Good, good. What else? Uh, Jake asked, when are we too old to play FPL? Now. Now you're too old? This I'm is, too old. This is it? Can't do it anyway. 32.6 or whatever you are, that's the age? No, the I just off. thought it was funny. There was a lot of talk in the Discord about, like, too old and, you know, being working in my job, working with some of the younger crew and not knowing movies like oh man like jurassic park and i'm just like man am i too old for this should i just give this up should i just be reading books i think it's ageist man don't be hating like if you want to play a game like why are you why are you gatekeeping by age like let everyone play everyone's watching soccer if if it's like your outlet to not betting or you know whatever you got to do if you just enjoy it then let them do it we shouldn't be there shouldn't be a too old or too young, right? You can, you can get your kids into it too. I think it's just we're all having fun, and that's kind of the the a big part of it is the community and the different backgrounds people come from that we can interact with because of this kind of stupid game. Yeah, all right, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. All right, good contribution. Keep it moving. Um, do you think Liverpool are sleeping giants just about to roar back into form and start dominating teams again, or are they just a bit? pants this year that's from alex yeah i don't know what the pants but it sounds like that's not good you don't want to be pants um yeah i was so i was on twitter and i saw i think it was fbl hitmanly said is skamaka pissing up a wall with his finishing and i was like what does that even mean pissing up a wall like you're it's falling back on you is that is that a <laughs> bad thing because like skamaka scored like a pretty filthy chipped goal so i was like i don't i don't know yeah, the Brits and their phrases. I, it's like you need a whole book for them. Um, I, I would say that Liverpool are deservedly where they should be in the league right now. And I don't think they're sleeping giants, but I do expect them to improve on their table position by the end of the year. I mean, they've their defense has been atrocious, and that's their biggest problem. Um, and so... If they can get that under control, I think they're going to be fine. But they've given up, you know, three to Brighton. Um, They gave up two to Fulham. It's just been, the defense has just been in question. And they haven't had that tough a fixture. So it's going to get a little bit more tricky for them. But they're fine. They're going to be good. Yeah, I um, I don't know. I think their midfield's been... They're getting old and injured, so it's kind of exposing the back line a little bit, leaving them out on islands, putting them in bad situations. Um, but I I don't know. I think we have to be quick to pick up trends in FPL, and when we're making our decisions, using relevant data is the most important 
part of that. And since Liverpool has been very poor this year, I think we can kind of throw out what they've done in years past. Um, and we should try to take that as it is, similar to kind of how Kane has eight goals in eight games. Um, like, we should all be jumping on that. Everyone should have, you know, Kane and Holland. I think that makes sense. Like, we've with the relevant data we have, Kane is great, Liverpool is not. Don't pay the premium we have in the past for Liverpool assets. Um, they do have some easy fixtures coming up um, after... Uh, I think game week 12 or 13. So we'll we'll reassess then after they play the Giants and then yeah. see if we can make up some EO ground since everyone will be dropping them. I would completely disagree with you on the Kane-Sala decision. But that, that, I mean, on what you, grounds? Well, on what grounds is the fact that even though Kane has scored a goal in eight straight games, he's only 10 points ahead of Tony, and yet he's $4 million more. So to me, that's how you spend your money, right? You spend it on a, a forward that's way less in cost and gets this, gets you the same amount of points, right? Why why spend that extra money on Kane? Well, so Tony's blanked in four of his last six. But that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if he blanks in a game. All that matters is total overall points. Yeah, but I'm, what I'm saying is, like, Kane's consistently scoring. Tony had an outlier game, right? So it's yeah. if, if you're trying to find a trend of who's going to be good, then you want the consistency over the, the flashes in the pan against the terrible teams, right? Yeah, but it doesn't matter. If you start him every week, it doesn't matter, right? Yeah, I mean, I hear what you're saying, but are you expecting him to just... It's, it's not like a boomer bust situation. It's like he had one good game... And that doesn't mean he's going to have another amazing game again. That's fair. I don't think that's there's a lot of correlation in that aspect. That's fair. I do think, though, that Liverpool are going to be good assets moving forward after they get done with Arsenal Man City. They play, you know, West Ham was a little mixed bag. But, you know, they have Nottingham Forest, Leeds, Southampton, Villa, Leicester, and five out of their next six. Like, come on. You were going to want triple Liverpool during that. I, well, who do you go with? So you're paying, like, what is, Salah's at 12-7. You're paying 7-3 for Trent. So you're just, like, blowing up your team to get these guys who have not been playing well? Yeah. Right? You said okay. You said FPL's, like, uh, short trends. So there's your short solid. trend. Solid. We'll keep it moving. Let's get into the teams this week. Let's talk about Team Hive, our, our nice uh, community team that's always better than everyone else. Um, because, as I like to say, don't do dumb shit in FPL, and group decision prevents that from happening. Uh, this week, they are on 67 points. Um, that brings their OR up to about 120K. Um, they have two transfers this week. Let's pull that up. They brought in Solanke and Zaha for Isaac and Martinelli. That's a move right there. Man, smart by them. Wait, um, what? Are we looking at the same team? Probably not. Maybe. Nope, I'm looking at the wrong team. <laughs> yes. This is why I don't read out teams. I'm done. I'm done, Jake. Okay, You're, I can read, read out it their out. team. So they have 45. The links are all wrong in our sheet. What kind of template is this? I go on vacation for two months, no one takes care of any of this shit, and then now it's all wrong. Driving me crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so they're on 45 points, and... Right now, they still have uh, Diaz and Trent to play in Martinelli. So three guys left. Um, <clears throat> they have Gaita in back like you, Trippier, James, and Trent. And then they have De Bruyne, Zaha, Diaz, Martinelli, Andreas. Good start by them. 
and then Tony and Holland, right? So there's the Tony, you know, there's the five-pointer with the PK and the yellow card. Um, so as of right now, they're on a red arrow, um, but they are top 900K right now. So sitting pretty good. Damn. Good for them. Um, I'll read out the PSL Super League here. In 10th, we have Dini's Cajonas. In 9th, we have Need a Better Hobby. 8th, Bleak Team on Paper. 7th, Buenos Dias. 6th, Ludenix North End. 5th, Fudacy Fantaball. 4th, The Lioness Witch and. 3, um, Z's All Stars. 2, The Coyote Kid. 1, The Teeth of Suarez with 611 points. Okay. <clears throat> I'm going to, obviously, this is still getting updated, so I'm just going to do top five for League Dive. But we have number five, Where's Pookie? Um, Nick Persich, number four, Pointus Maximus FC, Zali Miller, number three, Hateful Eleven, Fabio L. Alami, um, number two, Game of Thrones, Anthony Nyo, and number one, The the Goat, Robert Barlow. Um doing well man uh, let me just see where he's at overall um man where oh there it is had to scroll up a little bit so he's overall rank of 1857 and he's sitting on 74 points this week just martinelli to play though but yeah well done by him <clears throat> he's solid yeah it does have to update because otherwise i'd be in the top 10 so i just want to throw that out there yeah no, no big deal no big no deal, big deal. All right, we're going to skip the break here because we're trying to keep it quick. Um, any any big topics we want to talk about here, Jake? We got, um, you know, Foden's the one we've already kind of talked about. Trissard, who got his hat trick last week. Was that just a flash in the pan? Is that someone you're looking at? Um, That's someone that's definitely on the radar. I always have such a hard time with him um, because he seems to – you never know, like – who he's going to score against, right? Like, so Liverpool's a very, like, tricky fixture, you'd think. But that's where he scored three goals. Um, his role has been kind of all over the place. Like, with Potter, he is playing as a wing back, which is kind of unfortunate. But he did seem to be moved up, although I didn't watch the Spurs-Brighton game. I do think it looked like Spurs was pretty lucky to come out with the all three points. That game was pretty low for xg for both teams they both were below one but i don't like him as much now that potter's gone that being said now's the time to have him if you're going to do it with brentford and then forest um coming up otherwise you might want to wait till after uh city and chelsea yeah i think that makes sense i don't know brighton's i just feel like their attack is so spread out um i do like their fixtures especially in 11 and then 12 they play nottingham so when you have to play someone um because of your you know three city or arsenal guys on the bench um i think there's definitely some options there i was actually looking at you know dunks the nailed option but they have that wing back who is it like a, a strewy something a strew, uh any idea stupid stupid on yeah Nailed it. I can't say his name, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah. So he plays like 65 minutes, it seems like, and gets subbed out. So that could be an opportunity to lock in a clean sheet. Um, he has a really high XA playing as a wing back. 4.5. I might bring him in for Char just because I was on Triple Newcastle D for my Game Week 8 wild card. 
and um, that's been very poor. I don't know. It just seems it's like just no trippier. one's keeping you clean sheets. I don't know. What... Yeah, no one's keeping clean sheets. You just want returns right now. And so Cancelo and Trippier, I feel like, are heads, heads above. That's my American colloquialism. Head and neck above everybody else. Because, I mean, you look at, after that, it's just like center back central, right? Dyer, Shar, Gabriel, Cody, Diaz. There's not. A, there hasn't been a lot of points in the defense, which is very strange. And that's why I do think Trent might be worth it, right? Like if Liverpool can kind of turn it around and they start getting clean sheets, and he starts getting returns, Trent can just shoot up the board. But that is another question that we had, kind of related, um, which I think is funny because I do feel like this always happens with this player. Um, with regards to James, I forgot who wrote this one, and I'll go look. So, um, is Reese James the biggest FPL troll of them all? Is is there anyone else who seems good but delivers so few actual points? This was from Harbor Boy. Um, no, there isn't, and he is a complete. What about troll. what about Perisic? Everyone loves Perisic, and yeah, but Perisic. This City. is the first year, and so you're right. I mean, like Perisic. The problem with Perisic is he's gotten three games where he's played like 12 minutes. Or uh, no, wait, one, two, three, four games where he's played less than 25 minutes. The problem the problem with this year is that these defenders are getting subbed on for like tw- 10, 20-minute cameos. That's what's killing us. Yeah, um, it's the five-sub rule, right? That's yeah, what's the killing five us. five-sub rule. So you just need to get guys in that aren't, aren't going to be affected by the five-sub rule. And so for right now... I know if I could if I could make my defense starting from scratch. I mean, the t- game week twelve aside, with the, but I'd still have Cancelo, and then I'd have Trippier. I would probably consider Ben White just based on price and the fact that he's kind of nailed in this Arsenal team, um, and he mm-hmm. has like started to get kind of a little bit further forward. He only he only has one assist. And I don't think he's going to have a ton, but he would be kind of my cheap option, or you know, uh, Estupian from. Um, Brighton, and then I would I would try to get to Trent, right? What Kukurea and Trent, like done. You need you need to keep it spread out, um, and you need guys that are going to get points with their assists. And we thought Perisic was going to be that guy, but he's not. Yeah, it's kind of ruined like the wing backs and um, any any outside back who's a real attacking threat. Right, that's a lot of running to get up the pitch, so they just sub them out, and that's kind of why they've ruined it but i i kind of agree with what you're saying about those players um i might stick with james over cucarella just because cucarella's attacking numbers aren't really there right if you're looking at james yeah. chillwell and cucarella cucarella is the worst in terms of attacking threat um but i do kind of i was thinking about it today like if i was to fund trent would i drop a forward right mitro's hurt isaac's hurt um yeah. tony you know he's blanked against some easy teams uh, who does he have? He's got Brighton, Chelsea. That's, you know, pretty meh. I don't really care for that. Uh, then Villa and Wolves, Nottingham. So, and then City. I mean, so maybe Tony is an option. Uh, what I don't about know. Like, for, for Bournemouth? Great run of fixtures. He's gotten uh, three assists and one assists. goal in his last four games. Yeah, I know. Bournemouth, were they in seventh this in the table right now or something yeah, like that? Something crazy. I don't even want to look. I and they've know. like solidified their defense. So I think we yeah. don't need, we should not be like targeting Bournemouth as fixtures anymore. I think we can kind of take them off. I think Nottingham is the, the weakest link right now. Yeah. Um, but 
Yeah, I I mean, I guess last week on the pod, I said I would not feel comfortable playing Solanke because it's fucking Solanke. And it's it's like, okay, he's playing against Leicester is the other team. So Leicester, Nottingham, two fixtures to target, right? And they were home to Leicester. So this was kind of his, in his his best games, home away to Nottingham, home to Leicester. He got a goal and an assist against Nottingham and two assists against Leicester. And he's blanked in every other game. So unless he's playing a dog shit defense, he hasn't gotten a return. That's fair. There's four cheap, cheap-ish forwards that I'm going to be looking at, if not counting Tony, who I still think is a good player, but he's a little bit higher priced. But Solanke, which I agree on your take, I'm I'm not sure. I just threw him out there. I haven't been doing a lot of research on Bournemouth, obviously. Um, and then Daka is an interesting option if he gets to start consistently. Um, which it seems like that no might be the case now. You don't think so? Is it? I mean, no way. Has he supplanted Vardy? Because he's playing more. He's played ninety, seventy three, and sixty six in three out of his last four games. Yeah, I, I don't, I just you, don't think so. But they at have 5. so many 7, You, you don't need him to do that much. And then you also have Wilson at seven point three, who I think is the best option. It's just so like you have give, like. A, a Crystal Palace rotation risk striker? That's what you're thinking? No, 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 no. Callum. Callum Wilson from Newcastle. He's back. Yeah. You know, he's played the last two games. I was talking about games. Daka, but yeah. Da- well, um, Daka, I mean, Daka's with Leicester, not Crystal Palace. What are you talking about? I don't know why I said Crystal Palace. Uh, Leicester, yeah, they, um, I mean, they rotate all their attackers, right? Yeah. I mean, they just need to, they just need to put Vardy down. Like they just need to ease him out of here, right? Like, oh this come is... on, Vardy's elite, man. He's elite, even when he plays when he's healthy. He's I mean, got maybe he has like a no goals on the season, Jim. I don't care. I don't care about goals. How much has he played this season? Uh, I mean, I don't know. N- not enough to be nine point two. He's played. He's playing his last four games. He's played 18, 16, 23, and 61. So it seems like him and Daka are just kind of on the rotation. Like one of them yeah. is going to play more or less. And it seems like Daka is starting to supplant Vardy. I don't know. I mean, the other thing that would be an interesting like consideration, and I'm going to see, I didn't see the lineup for today, but like any interest in Firmino at eight? Like is he just going to be rotated too much? Still rotated. And then going back to your Cam Wilson point, I know Isaac has been, he's back on grass. He's increasing his speed. Yeah, he's Um, back. So, like, if if it's not like a Manchester City and it's rotation risk, I, I, that's it. The conversation's over for me. So, is that why you're going with Kane? Because there's too much rotation in the lower price forwards? I mean, I I have Mitrovic and I've had uh, Jesus and I've been happy with both of them, but I'm also doing terrible this year. I mean, part of that's mostly the Holland situation for me. When I took him out, he scored six goals, which that was a complete mistake. But I, I just have a hard time paying 11.4 for Kane. I don't know. I Well, where else are you going to put the money? I would put it with Salah, with the fixtures changing. Yeah, I was planning on transferring um, Kane over to Salah, especially with the Casala seems like a good captain option, but like the guy's got a, he's got two goals on the season. Like figure it out. I don't. At at, at some point, you just gotta say Liverpool aren't the team they used to be. So I uh, I don't know. That's where that's where I'm at with that. I do like the Jesus shout. I think he's a good option, and I think Tony is the other option. I'd consider those two. So that's kind of the three I'm looking at: is Trent, Tony, or Jesus. How do I want to spend my money to get that 
mm-hmm. kind of 11th player in my squad. Um, that's my big decisions. Ed, what, are, what are you looking at for transfers this week? Um, for transfers this week, I need to get rid of Chilwell. He's too expensive, um, and he's not playing. And I don't ever really know why I brought him in. That was like your perfect example of like dumb mistake, just being alone and not asking anybody else and just going with it. I mean, this season's a wash for me. Um, but I, I mean, I'm considering Trippier even with him playing against Man United away from home. Um, I'm just going to... You don't hold, have Trippier? Yeah, I'm just going to hold him for the rest of the season after that anyways. So we'll yeah, see. get him in. I know. Get him in. You got to have Gonzalo. You got to have Trippier. James is a yeah. maybe. Yeah, James is fine. I'm like going to just hold him. And then I have Perisic still, who I'm going to have to deal with eventually. But he does have Everton at home, and Everton are pretty anemic. So that's probably what that's I'm going to deal with. And then... You know, after that, figure out the what to do with like the four Man City slash Arsenal players. Um, do I drop Jesus? So, you know, so probably just Trippier for me this week. Um, yeah. So. Got it. That makes sense. I think that's a good one. Yeah, you gotta get rid of Perisic. You gotta get rid of Chilwell. Um, but otherwise, I think your team's pretty pretty okay. I. I think Everton's defense is pretty solid. That's someone you brought up. They have really solidified um, their back line and their center midfield. So I I kind of wanted to get Pickford in, but I went with Gaita. Um, kind of regretting it. It, was, it. it seemed like the safer play that the community was talking about. But in terms of early trends, I think Everton is becoming a pretty solid defensive side. Any yeah, I would that? still lean Brighton over Everton. Just based on like goals against, um, so well underlying okay, numbers like Brighton's third and behind only Man City and Arsenal. Yeah, but so their their manager changed, right? So I think you're gonna have to throw that out the window, right? So what we know about Chelsea before Potter, you throw out the window, and what you know about Brighton before you throw out the window. So I don't think yeah, those fair. are gonna be relevant data to predict what they're gonna do going forward. I mean, they are they still look like they're going okay, but um, that's. Kind of how I feel about that data. Okay. I also think strength of schedule that's early on has a pretty big impact. That's Um, fair. But but don't Brighton have an easier schedule now? Don't you think? Um, They have some good games, some tough games. Let me. We should probably pull that up instead of just saying. I still think Arsenal's. I still think Arsenal's the cheap way into defense. Right? They are severely underpriced. They're, oh, they're they blank in game week twelve, so we can't. I get know, to them. I know. You're right for game week twelve. But, but after, I, I think you gotta like consider it after. Like Ben White's four point five. Saliba is one of the higher scoring players, but I, I do think his offensive returns are gonna diminish. I think he was really lucky with that. Um, yeah, I think they're gonna maybe rotation with with Europa. Uh, going back to Brighton, they play Brentford, Nottingham City, and then Chelsea. Okay. So maybe not. Maybe not. For uh, Spurs there, but um, yeah, no, Jake, I agree. I think Arsenal. I might have triple Arsenal after after game week twelve. That might be my move um, to kind of try to stay ahead of the curve. Yeah, what do you think about Chelsea? We should probably talk about them. I mean, they look better. Um, they Potter's, don't have the Potter's best fixtures, but yeah, he's going to rotate a lot. 
And he changes formations, right? He switches between a three-back and four-back, which is great for that that team, right? They've they've played a lot of three-backs, so they're very familiar with it. Um, and then, yeah, just seems like everyone's going to rotate, and therefore I'm not interested in any of their players. Okay. They have so many center backs. Um, Cucurella and Chilwell will swap out, and then now James and Aspie will swap out. So I'm kind of leaning towards dumping all Chelsea assets, um, mm-hmm. but... I'm not. I'm not going to jump the gun on that as well. That's just kind of where my my thinking is at. Just slowly phase them out. What What is your yeah. thoughts on Newcastle? Like, do you? I mean, besides Trippier, is there anyone else that you're interested in moving forward? Or they're so good. Like that. They're they're very undervalued at this point in time. I think it's because of years past. We've like you know, it's one of those like recency biases. They've been so terrible. But yeah, and I think Target's a solid defender, and he's doesn't necessarily like he's not going to bail out to get forward so i think that allows trippier to get forward a lot more but that mm-hmm. means trippier is the only asset i would really want in that back line um bruno gamerez is box to box so i'm not really interested in him even though he's apparently an elite finisher mm-hmm. and then isaac coming back and Kalen wilson rotating is they'll probably Just take tricky. pens as well but any once again if it's a rotation risk and you're not city i'm not interested okay all right. So you're just saying basically get your lineup filled with nine guys from Liverpool, City, and Arsenal, and then fill in the rest. <laughs> uh, not Liverpool. Not Liverpool. Not Liverpool. Still not a Liverpool probably, probably a triple palace, which I currently have um, until the <laughs> oh to the World Cup. So that's that. there's my nine right there. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Who are you going to captain this week? This is like the first week I feel like you could consider – Maybe not captaining Holland, but I'm still probably going to captain him. Well, so Kane is flagged, and he's uh, home to Everton, who I just said I like. Um, but yeah, away to Liverpool is kind of scary. Um, but like, what is Holland's strength? It's counterattacking, you know. So if it's not like that's a bad matchup for him, and yeah. City's always going to dominate possession anyway. So if Liverpool do get forward, and then that gives Holland a chance to counterattack, like great, all for it. Lock it in. Um, Permacap to Holland. Um, that leads to another question where Wilson asked, do we need another premium if we have Holland? What do you think? I don't think you need it. I really don't. It just depends on what you're going to do with the rest of that money. I think you're going to have extra money, so you're probably going to want Sala or Kane eventually. Yeah, I just... like then. Yeah, like you just strengthen your bench, so you just have more points on your bench. Like, I don't... That's my thing is... I agree that premiums aren't worth what we pay, but because of the captain option, they are. And having the ability to choose between two captains gives you better fixtures and a better probability of, you know, capitalizing on the captain. But since we're just perma-captaining Holland from a mathematical perspective, I don't think it's as important. It's just where do you, how do you find 11 guys where you can spend that much money? (laughs) You don't. Um, You don't. Yeah. Right. So yeah. uh, then, you, then you just go with, you know, whoever you think is the best, a KDB, a Kane, um, yeah. wherever, wherever you can fit them into your team. Yeah. All right. I like that. So you're going to you're not going to Captain Holland. Who are you going with? No, I'm going to Captain Holland because all the other fixtures just don't make sense for me. Like if it was Arsenal home leads, I would consider someone on Arsenal, but they're away. And, you know, Crystal Palace against Leicester, like, ooh. Leicester's been really bad, but like away to Leicester, I don't know. I just 
I don't feel it. I mean, Spurs would be the only one that I'd consider, but I agree with you. It's just Kane just doesn't pass the eye test sometimes to me. Like Spurs are Spurs are like the most counter-attacking team like ever. It's like they don't they don't want the ball. And and so Everton don't want the ball either. So I think that game's going to be low scoring and I'm not going to be surprised if Kane gets a goal, but I would be pretty amazed if he got more than two and I, like you said, I just see Man City getting up for this game and trying to win the league in October and just crushing Liverpool. So I, I'm just yeah. going to stick with Holland. Yeah, I think that makes sense. So I think we stick with Holland. Um, I was just looking at some of the underlying stats because, you know, we, Leicester, like I said, is a fixture to target. Um, they have an XGA of 15, but 24 goals conceded. <laughs> so that's, that's nine worse. I think that kind of speaks to how terrible Danny Ward is. Yeah. Um He's got to get the hook. Also, the fact that Brendan Rodgers is still employed. Um, like, if they fire him, it must be like a, a clause that's like whatever he was left owed is just doubled. Like, they'll pay him like $30 million or something like that. There's, yeah. There's no other reason they would keep him. They just lost 2-1 to Bournemouth. You know, like, they're, there's nothing positive about this team, and they spent a lot of money. So I think that he's got to go, and I, I I think everyone understands that, but there's there's something holding him holding him around still i don't know yeah i don't know either he's gonna be gone soon yeah that's true all right well looks like the arsenal liverpool game starting so we should get out of here jake appreciate you hopping on taking some time out of your busy day um any other final comments anything else you wanted to mention any shout outs nope just gonna keep chugging along and green arrow in every week that's my plan i'll get back up there I mean, that's the way to do it, right? If you drop down to six mil, you could probably green arrow for the next, like, 20 game weeks. <laughs> that was the plan. I just wanted to see a lot of green arrows. FBL green arrow Jake over here. I think yeah. that's, that's you got to change your name to that. All right, cool. Uh, follow us on Twitter at DiveFPL, Insta the Art of the Dive. Um, you can download our pod anywhere where podcasts are found, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Um, and, um, yeah, that's it. All right. Um, thanks for listening. I'm Jim. And I'm Jay. And remember, you should die.